Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Welcome to Football is Family, a podcast dedicated to the fan and fan experience. My name is Jeremy McFarland, and I want to look at the positive behind what makes football so enjoyable to watch and follow. I want to know why you are a fan of your team, of a player, or an era of football. Whether the pros, college, or high school, I want to hear and share your stories and your love for the game. If you want to be part of this podcast, please message me on Twitter at Jeremy underscore McFarlane, or on Facebook at the Footballist Family Facebook page. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. I'd like to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Footballist Family Podcast. And as I'm doing this, um, I I am in a morning state. I'm just not feeling great about it. Everybody knows this is the Football's Family Podcast, a.k.a. Tennessee Titans Podcast at times, more times than not. And I watched the game last Saturday and saw the Jaguars uh, or Jaguars uh, beat my Titans. Titans gave up a lead. Uh, they gave up the year. We were seven and three at one point, and then we went on to go seven and ten. Jaguars earned it. They got hot when it mattered, and the Titans did the exact opposite. You know, it's a game, and I understand that, but you also like to see your teams in the playoffs. So, you know, you think about it right now. I came on earlier this year, and I think I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I didn't anticipate the Eagles to do what they did. So, I mean, it's going to be a good playoff. It starts this coming Saturday. I'm filming this on Thursday. Or actually, I should say I'm recording this on Thursday. But, uh, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, what it means for teams, what they want to do, how far they're going to go. Uh, You know, you had surprises. Uh, to me, the Jaguars were surprised because at the at the time when I was recording at the first at the, the prediction show at the first of the year, I didn't pick the Jaguars to do as well as they did. Well, I was wrong. Uh, but the Giants, the Giants cer- certainly surprised a lot of people this year. In fact, I was watching a video earlier about the ten uh, biggest letdowns of the year, either play or players or. Uh, football teams and on the exact opposite of that one of the biggest surprises of the year with the Giants if you're a Giants fan how do you feel about this season if you're a uh, Jaguars fan how do you feel about this season do you feel like you have gone as far as you can into the to the wild card playoffs I mean were you surprised to even win the AFC South uh, if you're a Buccaneers fan are you happy with the record that you have even if you're in the playoffs you know, you think about all this. The, the Eagles are very happy about this. 
and and if you're an Eagles fan, uh, you know, congratulations. You picked up a great player in the offseason, and he was well worth what you paid for him. Uh, the the Cowboys, to me, um, I would not want to play either the Eagles, Cowboys, or the 49ers this, this, uh, in the NFC during the playoffs. I just think that they're the teams. One of those three is going to go to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I don't know which one is which. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, he is an amazing story. I mean, come on. You, you got to give Kyle Shanahan some props for doing this. Um, but if your team is like mine, you know, you got 14 teams in the playoffs right now, uh, which means that 18 teams are staying home. The, the uh, Bears get a first pick overall. Are you going to go quarterback? Uh, are you done with Justin Fields? Or do you feel like he is just the building block and yet you want to put something close to him to, uh, to, to build upon him? But again, if you're like me, you got a lot of questions for your team. For the Titans in particular, uh, basically, Mike Vrabel cleaned house. Of course, uh, the ownership clean house with uh, clean house with the GM. John Robinson is gone. I mean, John Robinson missed on a lot of picks. Of course, if I was in his position, I probably would have done the same thing. A lot of his free agent pickups, uh, Bud, Bud Dupree being one of them, just cost a whole lot of money and didn't really amount to much. Uh, he did get some diamonds in the rough, but you know we'll we'll see we'll see. But what would you do? How would you fix your team? For me, the Titans, like I mentioned, I, I would fix you. You can't be so predictable. I mean, Todd Downing was so predictable this past year. We they knew he was going to run on first down with Derrick Henry. And guess what? If you put eight men in the box, Derrick Henry is not going to go anywhere. But since we traded off A.J. Brown and since our first-round pick, Burks, was hurt much of the season, we didn't have a, a receiver. Robert Woods is pretty good, but we really didn't have a receiver that could stretch a field. Nothing was really uh, coming to him. And, of course, Ryan Tannehill ended up getting hurt and being uh, hurt most of the season, one form or another, and then missing the last three games. Uh you look at all this thing and say, well, yeah, we, we need to figure out how not to be so predictable. You need better players. To me, uh, with a team, you, you build from the offensive line out. you got the quarterback in the back, then you build the offensive line around it. Uh, do we keep a guy like Taylor Lewan who's been hurt for the past two years? I mean, he takes up a large part of the salary cap. Uh, this is a little bit heretical for, for a tight fan out there, but do we keep a guy like Derrick Henry? Do we keep him? Uh, and I think that he would, he could uh, get some type of return from for investment, you know, maybe a trade or something. But he is 29 years old. He turned 29 just a little bit ago. Uh, even though he is a freak of nature and probably my favorite player in the NFL right now, I would say probably he is my favorite player in the NFL right now. Um, would you trade him? I mean, with your team, if you didn't make the playoffs, what would you do? Uh, Oh, well, Oakland, I called you Oakland. Las Vegas Raiders sign Josh Jacobs. My goodness, that, that kid went absolutely nuts this year. He won a rushing title. He is your best player. Uh, Devontae Adams is great, but Josh Jacobs is your is your best player right now. I mean, it's good. speaking of Las Vegas, what are you going to do about Derek Carr? 
I'm looking right online right now at the NFL.com, and they're already talking about the Raiders trading Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not coming back. Uh, he is not coming back. He is going to be on another team next year, and I'm sure they're going to get some good uh, return from it. Uh, do you trust Josh McDaniel to pick a good quarterback? I mean, he did get rid of my boy Jay Cutler. I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, but what would you do if you were the Colts? If you're the Colts, first off, get you a, get you a quarterback whisperer for uh, a coach. Jeff Saturday is not your coach. Uh, when you do that, go out there and get you a quarterback in the draft. I mean, trade up. This draft is loaded with quarterbacks. Trade up and get you somebody good. Or maybe go out there and find somebody like a Brock Purdy if you can put the right people around them. Uh, as much as I hate to say, because the the Colts are in the AFC South, their team is pretty good. Their team is pretty good. They just had a bad year this year. If you're the Texans, uh, what do you do? Davis Mills is not your quarterback. Do you uh, like where you are on other parts of the uh, of your team, or do you trade up to get people uh, to get people in the draft? Uh, do you go out in the free agent market? To me, uh, I don't – free agency is a filler to me. If you want to build a team, build it from the ground up in the draft. Uh, if you're looking for a quarterback, we see that with the Broncos. Russell Wilson is – you know, he's pretty good. He's been pretty good all his career. Something didn't mesh this year, but you see what happens when you, well, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson, you see what happens when you throw Kyler Murray. You throw a lot of money toward people and you see what happens. Um, you know, with the Patriots, do you trust Mac Jones? Do you trust him? Or do you feel like uh, your coach, uh, the, the hoodie himself, needs to go out there and draft another quarterback? Uh, there's a lot that you can think of. Think about this with the with the Panthers. Do you feel like you have a quarterback on your team? Or do you feel that you need to go out and get you one? The Jets. Uh, I, I like y'all's coach. Salah's a great coach. Uh, if you get rid of him, if Woody Johnson does what I think he's going to do and get rid of Salah, um, you've made a mistake. He's an awesome coach. But do you trust Zach Wilson? I mean, is he somebody that you want to go after? <laughs> The Redskins, excuse me, they're not the Redskins anymore, the Commanders. Uh, what do you do with your team? What are you willing to do? There's a lot that can be said about this season. And when you think about it, if you're not in the playoffs, you're going to have to figure out why. For my Titans, uh, we came apart. For the last two years, we had close to 200 separate injuries, 200 separate times where people were hurt and missing games. We had to re replace a lot of people. Um, that's up to the coach to figure out why it happened. That's that's why the draft in April is so, so amazing. And that's why I look forward to the draft every year. You know, that's why I look forward to watching the first round every year with my parents eating uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and, uh, and enjoying just that time watching the kids get their dreams fulfilled. But if your team is in the playoffs right now, how far do you think you're going to go? Seattle, you weren't supposed to be here. You were not supposed to be here. But 
you have had a lucky uh, horseshoe or, or uh, the clovers or whatever it may be, the lucky rabbit's foot, you're amazing this year. Seahawks fans were booing getting rid of Russell Wilson. Do you boo him now, seeing what happened with the Broncos? Do you think you can beat the 49ers? I'm interested in the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles uh, Chargers game. I don't think the Chargers are going to go very far this year. Justin Herbert is a good quarterback, but I don't think their team around him is what uh, what they need. I don't even think your coach is what you need right now. And I think Jacksonville is just so insanely hot right now. Just, just their momentum is on their side. Uh, Miami-Buffalo. If Tua was playing, I would think that Buffalo would have a little bit of a start and concern, but I, Miami, I don't know. I, I think Buffalo's got you on this. I'm looking at the rest of them here. Um, Giants, Minnesota. Minnesota, do you trust Kirk Cousins? I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I think he's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. But you know what? Uh, you got Justin Jefferson, absolutely. But you know what New York Giants have? They got Saquon Barkley, and that guy's a beast. Uh, I mean, that's that's a flip for me. That's a 50-50 flip for me. Baltimore, Cincinnati, uh, it depends on how great Lamar is. Lamar is one of those guys I think is a franchise quarterback. I liked him out of Louisville. Uh, even though he went to the Ravens, I think he's one of my favorite players. Um, little injury prone. I mean, if you look at uh, – but he is a little bit – I would say a little bit. He's a lot bigger guy than Kyler Murray – and they play very similar styles of, of running and passing. And I think Lamar is, number one, bigger. But number two, he's a better passer than Kyler. But I think that Cincinnati's been there, done that. And I think Cincinnati wins that round. Tampa Bay and Dallas. Um, Dallas has to get the stink of what happened last year off of them. I really hate to be in Tampa Bay shoes at this point. Um, they have to go to Tampa Bay, yeah, but I don't think Tampa Bay is of the quality that Dallas is. Dallas was just in a division where there was a juggernaut playing just down the just up the road several states away in Philadelphia. Uh, I just don't think that Dallas is going to lose that game. And I think next year, I really do think that Tom Brady is going to be over in Las Vegas playing for the Raiders. Uh, there's rumors that he could come here to Tennessee. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't think Malik Willis is going to be our quarterback next year. I think that we're, we're looking, and I don't think Derek Carr will be either, but I think we're going to be looking at, at number 11, picking either a left tackle or uh, we need some secondary help or maybe even just go up for a quarterback. I don't know. But I think that this is Tom Brady's last game in Dallas. And then as a result of that, uh, or excuse me, his last, last game in Tampa Bay, as a result of that, I think next year he's going to be over there in Las Vegas playing uh, with Josh McDaniel. Be an interesting uh, team, team up with him and Devontae Adams. That'd be pretty, pretty neat. Uh, but, you know, this is just a, a little bit of my thoughts today for the playoffs. And what, what does your team need? What does your team need? Uh, are you like me and that you're trying not to think about how bad your team was this year? Uh, I'm looking at a picture from 1999-2000 uh, uh, with Kevin Dyson 
and a couple other Titans holding a football after the Music City Miracle. I'm trying to remember the good times and, and not think about all the times that that could have been. But what does your team need? Uh, message me at Jeremy underscore McFarland. If you want to be on and, uh, you know, just talk about your team. If you want to get on and gripe, I can listen. Uh, one of the things that I've learned over the past, uh, well, past couple of days, in fact, is that in one of my classes I'm taking the master's course, it, it is basically reevaluating how you do your profession and questioning everything about what you do and how you do it. So if you want to get up there and say, I want to question how my team is running. Well, we can listen to you. Just uh, just message me and we'll get you on the Football's Family Podcast. Thank you. Talk to you all later. And we have a new sponsor here at the Footballers Family Podcast. It's Manscaped. Support for the Footballers Family Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped re recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code FAMILY at manscaped.com. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Revival, Revival Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and it also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precision shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Now you thought that was good, but wait till you take your grooming game to another level. The Performance Package 4.0 includes the Weed Whacker nose and hair, ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary safe skin technology, which help reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Below the Waist Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Below the Waist Toner will change the way you approach your daily hygiene. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. You go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code FAMILY. That's get 20% off and free shipping with code family at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool with Manscaped. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the football history dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, 
We have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Join George Bozica, the president of the PFRA, and myself, John Bozica, each month for the Professional Football Researchers Association official podcast. We'll discuss the history of the game, the many names of the game, and so many different things for you, making the history of football not only entertaining, but fun at the same time, as we join you on the Sports History Network on the official PFRA podcast. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.